0: You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Pinag-uusapan po natin is about the Ten Commandments and we know that that is God's perfect law. Perfect law because He is a perfect God and it's an expression of His perfect love to each and every one of us. And the intention of the law is for our good. Now, Malapit na ho tayo matapos. Nasa ikasyam na ho tayong bahagi na Thou shall not bear false witness. Okay. So, sa atin po, inilignan po natin ito na... Kasi topic natin is about lying. But if we are to look at the context of this, it's more than just an ordinary lying. It's actually bearing false witness. At next week po, yung atin pong summary ay mapapakinggan po natin at yun po, dun po tayo magtatapos. Now, excited tayong makinig ng magandang balita. Amen. At ito pong ipakita ko sa inyo ay isa ring magandang balita para sa ating bansa. Sabi po rin, South China Sea court rules in favor of RP over China. Matutuwa bakay ba kayo doon? Alam ba niyo yung balita? Kasi buong mundo na ho, nakakaalam niyan. Kung hindi niyo po nabalitaan, Baka po sa bundok kayo napunta ng mga panahon yan. Okay? Matagal na nating natin inaabangan na ito. Ilang taon na rin po itong kaso na ito. Sa panahon lang po ng bagong administrasyon, lumabas ruling ng uh, Arbitration Committee. Now, basahin ko po sandali para ma-appreciate natin yung magandang balitang ito para sa atin. An international tribunal in The Hague ruled in favor of the Philippines in a maritime dispute Tuesday. Concluding China has no legal basis to claim historic rights to the bulk of the South China Sea. Chinese President Xi Jinping rejected the decision by the Permanent Court of Arbitration, which is likely to have lasting implications to the resource-rich hotspot, which sees how many, how much? Five Five trillion, trillion. wow, worth of ship-borne Trade pass through each year, kaya naman palay eh. five trillion dollars. Wow! Sana sa atitunoo. Okay, <laughs> China will never accept any claim or action based on those awards, she said. China had boycotted the proceedings. The tribunal concluded that China doesn't have the right to resources within its nine-dash line, which extends hundreds of miles of the south and east of its island province of Hainan and covers some 90% of the disputed waters. Ang court of arbitration pong ito ay accepted po sa buong mundo dahil ito po ay arm ng United Nations with regards to the law of the seas. Now, ayaw man nung tanggapin ng China, hindi niya maitatatwa ang isang katotohanan that we have won our case. Amen. And this is being accepted all over the world. Sina na lang yung hindi tumatanggap nito. The fact is, pati yung mga kalapit nating bansa na kanilang sinagasaan ay ginagamit na rin yung pagkapanalo ng Pilipinas para maklaim din nila kung ano yung territory na dapat sa kanila. If you see this map, yung pula na yun, na malapit sa Philippines, dapat atin yan, pero sinasakop ng China yung red. Okay? Iyan ay sinasakop ng China. Now, meron tayong 200 nautical miles exclusive economic zone. So, ang territory natin e eh, dapat dito, ito. Okay? Pero pati kayo yung Scarborough Shoal, pati yan, ilang kina nila. 80% ng territorial waters natin kinuha ng China. Okay? Now, they would like still to believe, sabi nila, ninanalipay nila, hindi naman kami participate jan. Pero sila po ay pumirma sa unclose katulad ng Pilipinas. Ayaw man nilang tanggapin, pero hindi may tatatua na tayo po yung nanalo, and this is internationally accepted, and the world is watching China right now. Ang katotohanan jan is sa na ngayon yung area nayon, it's just a matter of how to implement that. Kaya yun hu yung dapat nating ipanalangin. Dahil silang pinagmamalaki nila, of course, yung kanilang wersa, yung kanilang sandatang lakas. Wala man tayo nun. Meron lang tayong lakas. Walang tayong masyadong sandatahan. Kapos, kulang. Okay? Ewan ko kung may mga tora-tora pa tayo, pero pwede naman siguro yon. So, kailangan po ng diplomatic negotiation sa mga bagay na ito. But, they are continue to live in lies. They are lying to themselves. At hindi kalaoban ng Panginoon na tayo yung mabuhay sa kasinungalingan. Amen. We are living now in reality and in truth na yung lugar na yan ay sa atin kahit sa papaana mong tingnang angulo. Now, kaya ko po binanggit yung bagay na yan sa inyo because, of course, that is a good news because tayo sa side para tayo ng katotohanan with regards on our territory especially yung atin pung karagatan. Ang tapik po natin sa oras na ito has something to do with it because ito po ay tungkol sa lying. Sabi nyo, lying. Masarap kuyan yan pagka maraming gata. <laughs> lying. Okay, pero hindi ang pinag-uusapan natin. Nais ko pong tayong lahat at simulan po nating i-meditate ang salita ng Panginoon by reading our text in Exodus 20 verse 6. Sabay-sabay po tayong basahin. one two three. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Ganyan din po, basahin na rin po natin yung NIV translation ng Exodus 20 verse 16. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Manalangin po tayong lahat, Lord. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to study your word again. Thank you, Lord Holy Spirit. Be with us, illuminate us, and enable us to apply your word in our specific situation. Thank you so much, God. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. You may be seated. You shall not bear false witness or you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Now, let's see the background of this. Yung nine commandments po, pinuprohibit po niya yung false testimony, perjury, lying, and untruthfulness. It was believed that false witness destroyed the wholeness of the covenant community. Remember this, as I said before, yung ten commandments natin ay nahahati sa dalawa. First is our love for God, and second is our love for neighbor. That is the intention of the second second set of the commandments, which is actually for the love of our neighbor. Pag sinabi yung neighbor, sa Hebrew word, ibig sabihin, uh, ito po ay reya. In Hebrew word, it refers to associate, brother, companion, fellow, friend, or so anyone na makaka-associate when you san man kayo naroon. yung po yung neighbor. Okay? Now, pag sinabi for falsehood, falsehood is ultimately falsehood before God. Kahit nagsinungaling ka sa tao, kahit nagsinungaling ka sa kapwa mo, it's a falsehood before God. He is the ultimate giver and judge. So, kung ikaw ay nagsinungaling sa tao, nagsinungaling ka sa Diyos. It damages the victim's reputation, character, and the wholeness of his being, which may also affect his loved ones. So, ito po'y dapat nating maintindihan na binigay ko ng Panginoon because the intention of the commandment is for the good of everyone maring misa naranasan mo na sa buhay mo ikaw yung nagsinungaling at naidiin mo ang isang taong walang kasalanan o maring dumating na rin sa punta ng buhay mo na ikaw naman yung nadiin dahil somebody testified against you nevertheless, whatever would be the situation mainam na tignan natin ang husto ang mga bagay nito ng sa karun, hindi lamang sa hindi tayo mabiktima kundi higit sa lahat hindi tayo makabiktima ng iba now, sabi natin ang kautosan ng Panginoon I expression ng kanyang pag-ibig sa kanyang mga tao. How is this law an expression of God's love for His people? The motive of this command is to protect one's reputation. Sabihin niyo protect. protect. The motive of this command is to protect one's reputation. Para maingat ating reputation. Sabi ng chapter ten verse twelve to thirteen. And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all His ways, to love Him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you for your good. So the command is for our good. Pag-sabing, do not bear false witness, it is for our good. It's not just to merely restrict us of doing something, but it is for our good, it is for the good of other people. That is the very spirit behind that command. Now, let me give you some challenging questions. It's just so easy to answer these questions, but in reality, mahirap pong iapply. apply Una, is the truth really important to us? Mahalaga ba sa atin ang katatuhanan? Pangalawa, will you still take side with the truth if it means putting you at the disadvantage? Tatagalugin ko po. Kayo ba ay kakampi pa rin sa katotohanan kung kayo ay mailalagay sa alanganin? Dali, dali lang na masagutin. Hmm? Okay. Will you uphold falsehood if you will benefit from it but will indict others? Dali, ano? Okay, yung iba lang, baka, baka natutulog yung iba, hindi makasagot. Pero the question really is so easy. No Kaya ko binigay yan, dahil talaga namang napaka-easy. Pero ang tanong doon, sino sa inyo ang nagsinungaling na taas kamay? Mandaling sagutin, ano? Pero lahat tayo guilty. Okay? Magsaside ba tayo sa katotohanan kung tayo mailalagay sa alanganin? Sabi oo pa rin. Pero ilan sa ng ang nagsinungaling dahil gusto natin iligtas yung sarili natin. Lahat tayo ay guilty ng pagsisinungaling. Kung hindi kayo nagtas ng kamay, malamang ngayong palang kayo nagsinungaling. <laughs> lahat tayo nyan ay guilty. But nevertheless, God doesn't want us to have this kind of lifestyle in our life. Now, ang tinutukoy specifically sa area ng lying dito ay yung bearing false witness or giving false testimony. Why? Because it harms other people. Nating tingnan natin yung implication ng pagbibigay ng false testimony. And that's our topic for today, the implications of giving false testimony. The first is the perversion of justice. During the time when they were from Egypt, at inilipat, sila ng Panginoon don, and they were about to go to the promised land, God formed a people for Himself. They had no king. They just had a leader by the name of Moses. Pero hindi pa nagtatalaga ang ng Hari sa Allah because God was the one actually ruling over them. Now, wala pa gobyerno, but God would like, first and foremost, to establish the administration of justice. God would like to have a just and a humane society, and without giving due process or without proper administration of justice, there would be chaos in the midst of them. Magkakagulo sila, mag-aaway sila. May maaargabyado, may mabibiktima. Kaya ang Dios na mismo ang nag at nagbigay ng mga commandments na ito sa ganun mayroong proper administration of justice. Kasama na yun, wag kang papatay, wag kang magnanakaw, wag kang magnanasa ng pag-aari ng iba. So, lahat na po yung mga kautosin, kasama po ito, do not give false testimony, bahagi ito ng paglalagay ng Panginoon ng proper administration of justice sa kanila pong panahon. Sabi ng Exodus 23 verses 1 to 2, do not spread false reports. Sabi niyo, false reports. Do not help a guilty person by being a malicious witness. Do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you give testimony in a lawsuit, do not pervert justice by siding with crowd So sina sabihan ng Diyos yung kanyang mga tao do not pervert justice dahil pag kakilampihan mo yung mali at ang mali ang nagtagumpay nasasalaula ang katarungan Now gaano ba kahalaga para sa Diyos ang katarungan sabi ng Sam 89 verse Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. So, meaning, God would always uphold righteousness. There's nothing in God that would make Him unrighteous. Because God is always righteous and would always take side with the righteous. Amen. And God is also a just God. He's also a God of justice. At ang sabi, these are the very foundation of His throne. So, when you pervert justice, you are actually perverting the very foundation of God's throne. And therefore, you are perverting and nullifying the authority of God. Now, unrighteousness and justice are somehow being used in the Bible interchangeably. If you look at the definition of righteousness, hindi maaalis yung salitang justice. At kapag ka sinabing justice, Ang ibig sabihin din ay righteousness. Napamilyar tayo sa verse na nagsasabing righteousness exalts a nation. At madalas nating tingnan, ito ay tumutukoy lamang sa individual righteousness through Christ Jesus. Pero ang ibig sabihin dito ng Panginoon, higit sa lahat, is establishing a nation with a government that upholds justice. Kaya kapag kang isang bayan hindi na mamayani ang katarungan na ilalagay sila, sa judgment ng Panginoon. Kaya kapag sa isang bayan, puno ng injustices, maraming mga may hirap ang umiyak dahil di makakawa ng katarungan, maraming biktima ng pagnanakaw, biktima ng droga, biktima ng, ng, uh, ng panggagahasa, at hindi nabibigyan ito ng katarungan, ang bansang yun ay nailalagay lalo pa sa paghatol ng Panginoon, lalo na doon sa mga taong responsable na mag-administer ng justice. Nakita na natin sama, sa kasaysayan ng bayan natin, kung paano uh, masalaula ang hustisya at kung paano din naman kumilos ang Panginoon para managot ang mga taong dapat na managot. Now, if we are to look at Isaiah 9.7, you are familiar with Isaiah 9.6. Di ba? anoyon For unto us, a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, referring to Jesus, and the government will be upon his shoulder and he will be called wonderful counselor prince of peace mighty god the everlasting father referring to jesus christ prophetic word yan. now pagdating ng verse 7 okay and this will happen You perfect government na ito on the second coming of jesus ito sabi of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Sabina, justice and righteousness. The only way for people to live in peace is for God to assert Himself and implement justice and righteousness. But of course the people that God is leading are all in, we're all imperfect but it's still good hindi man 100% justice and righteousness na nagagala but at least there is still that form of commandment of God that would instill justice and righteousness in the land amen ang batas natin at ang administration ng justice sa atin, hindi o perfecto, pero mainam pa rin na meron. Kaysa wala. Kasi magiging wild, wild west tayo dito. Kanya-kanyang barilan, kanya-kanyang lukuhan, nang walang may pananagutan. Now, we are supposed to be responsible with our own actions. If we hurt somebody, then we are supposed to be accountable with that action. Because that's the meaning of justice. Amen? Hindi justice. Justice. Now, in Leviticus 19, verse 11 to 12, Do not lie. Do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by the na- by my name, and so profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. Now, once we pervert justice by swearing falsely, we are actually putting the name of the Lord in profanity or disgrace binilalagay natin sa kahiyan o binibigyan natin ng kahihiyan ang pangalan ng Panginoon. Why? Because we bear the name of the Lord. Not only during their time, but even in our time. Because we bear the name of Jesus, once we swear falsely, we are actually putting disgrace to the name of God. Binibigyan natin ng kahihiyan ang pangalan ng Panginoon. So, isa po yun sa mga masasabi nating rational behind why God doesn't want us to bear false witness. Binibigyan natin ng kahihiyan ang pangalan ng Panginoon. Eh tayo pa naman sa Victory Week is to honor God and make disciples. Amen. Now, second point is, second implication of, of giving false testimony is persecution of the innocent. Marami tayong nakita sa ating kasaysayan ng ating bayan na mga taong naging biktima na persecute dahil sa maling pagbibintang. Yung iba pa ay nakita nakulong at eventually napatunayan pero malaming ta'una, ang kanilang nilagi sa loob ng kulungan bago sila lubusang nakalaya. At ang nasasaktan, sino hindi lamang mismo ang mga inosente, kundi yung pamilya ng mga inosenteng ito. Amen? Isipin mo kung padre di pamilya yon Yun lamang mailagay sa headline ng balita na ikaw ay ganito. Tapos wala namang katotohanan Kahit hindi ka maparosahan dahil wala kang kasalanan pero yung pangalan mo ay nakaladkad na. At kapag ka may mga anak ka, yung mga anak mo tutok sa yun sa eskwela dahil ikaw ay napagbintangan. Sabi ng Exodus 23 verse 3, 6 and 7, Do not show favoritism, Sabi niyo favoritism or impartiality. Ibig sabihin, kasi to a poor person in a lawsuit or partiality, I should say. Kasi kadalasan kapag ahustisya ang pinag-usapan, ang madalas na nabibiktima yung mga walang salapi, yung mga mayihirap. He who has the money has the power. Kasi wala kang pambayad ng abogado. Yung mayayaman, may ibabayad sila. Hindi lamang ordinaryong abogado, kundi mga abogadong dikampanilya. Talagang mga may sinabing abogado. At pwede silang bumayad ng malaking halaga doon sa hukom na hahatol. At hindi lamang yun. Kung ikaw ay tutulungan ng public attorney's office, sila ay mayroong kakayanan na bayaran pati yung abogado mo. Hindi ko sinasabing nangyaya, hindi ko sinasabi pong uh, ang mga public attorney's office ay pumapayag nag- sa ganyan. Pero ang sinasabi ko, may malaking posibilidad na pwedeng ginagawayan ng mga may kaya sa buhay. Tama ho ba? Lalo na kapag kaalam nilang delikado sila sa kanilang kaso. Sa so, madali salita, Sa isang lipunan, katulad ng ating bansa, may mga pagkakatao, ang hustisya ay nabibili. Realidad pu'yan, yan, and several people a victim of that. Katunayan, meron akong nakahusap minsan ng abogado, yung kanyang kliyente, siya hindi public attorney's office, siya private lawyer, pero siya ay nagmalasakit dahil sa kanyang awa, siya ay mananampalataya, na awa sa isang taon na naakusahan ng droga. Pero sa katunayan, ito ay inimbento lang ng mga pulisya na humuli sa kanya. Now, sampung taon siyang nakulong dahil parang kumbaga sa basketball eh, prenes nestable yung kaso niya. Alam niyo ba ibig sabihin no? Bakit hindi mo kayo lahat naglalaro ng basketball ano? Sabihin, dreneable yung bola ng matagal. Inabot ng sampung taon na paglilitis, just on the end, napatunayan siya ay walang kasalanan, walang sapat na ebidensya para siya ay makulong. Pero nung nangyari, sampun taon siyang nakulong paglabas niya yung kanyang panganay na anak ay binata na. At ang sabi ng abogado, nung sila po ay magkitang mag-ama, parang isang nubelang eksena. Nagyakapan silang mag-ama dahil ayaw papuntahin ng ama yung kanyang anak nung siya ay sa mga panahong nasa loob ng kulungan. Kaya hindi sila nagkita. So imagine niyo hindi lamang sa hindi pagkikita yung pagtitiis na yon kundi Palagay anong ano ang naranasan ay samantalang yung lalaki ang nagtatrabaho umaasa yung kanyang buong pamilya para sa kanya at siya'y nakulong ng sampuntaon taon nung walang kasalanan. imagine nyo yung buhay ng pamilya nung yung padre de pamilya ay nasa loob ng kulungan. Matinding pagdurusa ang kanilang dinanas. Ngayon ang problema, papano ngayon siya move forward? Kailangan niya ng trabaho. Ang tanong, sinong kumpanya ang tatanggap sa kanya kapag nalaman siya ay galing ng bilangguan? Kahit ang ginawa abogado na yun, buti lang talaga, ginawa siya bilang driver para magkaroon ng trabaho. Amen? Amen. Hindi lamang huyon, dahil sa nangyaring yon sa kanyang buhay, ginamit pa rin ito ng pano ng pagkakataon para ang taong ito ay makakilala sa Diyos. Mahirap man makakuha ng katarungan minsan dito sa mundong ito o sa hukuman sa mundong ito. Pero sa hukuman ng mga hukuman, alam natin mayroong katarungan. Amen? Palakpan po natin ang Diyos. So bakit ayon ng Panginoon mag-give tayo ng false testimony? What is the very heart of it? Pakikita po natin sa Romans 13 verse 8 to 10. Let no death remain outstanding except the continuing death to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Verse 9. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not commit. And whatever other commands there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. That's the point. That is the very spirit behind the law, and that includes the commandment that do not bear false testimony, or do not give false testimony against your neighbor. Dahil pagka nagbigay ka ng false testimony against your neighbor, you are actually harming your neighbor. Nagiging biktima ay yung mga inusente, at yung mga honest. Sabi ng 1 Corinthians ten twenty four, let no one seek his own good but the good of his neighbor so generally katotohanan ang kailangan ng tao generally ang kasinungalingan ay hindi nakabubuti para sa bawat sa. do you agree with that nakakasundo ba tayo doon so gusto ng just na mabuhay tayo not in a lifestyle of lying not in a lifestyle of deception not in a lifestyle of injustice but God would like us to take side with the truth. But I have this question with you. Is it possible for a person to tell the truth and yet be considered a false witness? Sige po, intindi mabuti. Tatabi ako. Is it possible for a person to tell the truth and yet be considered a false witness? Is that possible? Now let's look at the scripture. Matthew 26, verse 59 to 61, and this refers to the injustice done on Jesus Christ. Okay, the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for a false evidence against Jesus. Ang Sanhedrin pu'yan courtian. Okay, the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. What's the intention to put him to death? Amen. Now, but they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Wala silang maakusa kasi kay Jesus eh. But finally, two came forward. Okay? And declared, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Etong may dalawang witness. Nagkaisa sila. Marahal talaga namang narinig nila na sinabi ni Jesus, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Sinabi pa ni Jesus yun? Sino nagsasabing sinabi ni Jesus yun, taas ang kamay? Wala. Mga poor sweetness kayo. <laughs> the truth is, sinabi ni Jesus yan. And He was actually referring to His body. He's going to die because his body is the ultimate temple, and on three days, he'll rise up again. Yun ang ibig sabihin niya. Okay? Yung mga nakarinig nito, talaga namang nagsasabi ng totoo. But the motive is wrong. Ajan po kayo? Ngayon, ang tanong daw, sila pa ay false witness o hindi? Sige, sagutin ninyo. Mga false witness ba sila o hindi? <laughs> okay. Tama naman, sinabi ni Jesus yun. Kaya lang, they are using the truth to manipulate Jesus and to harm Him. And Christ was innocent. They would like to harm Him. That is the motive. They would like to use the truth that Jesus Christ said against Him. Ito po yung sinasabi ko. Maaring totoo yung kanilang sinasabi but the motive is wrong. You may say something about a person. Maaring totoo. Misa ginagamit pa yung tinatawag na gossip prayer. Uy, pag-pray natin si ganito? Kasi... Nagaaaway silang mag-asawa. Pagpray na lang natin. Sinabi na naman do sa isang kapatiran. Pagpray natin, siguro ito nagaaaway silang mag-asawa hanggang sa buong bayan ay nag na nagaaaway na pala sila. Ang tanong, totoo ba talaga na nagaaaway silang mag-asawa? Marahil totoo. Pero what's the intention? Ginamitan pa ng prayer. The motive was false. And that what makes a person a false witness. Even if you are saying the truth, but you are using the truth to harm. Remember that the intention and the motive of the law is to love your neighbor, not to harm your neighbor. Amen. It is the false motive which hurts the innocent that makes one a false witness. Naalala pa, during the time of Paul with a slave girl who has the spirit of divination, Paul in Acts chapter 16 Juan, I, I recall. Sabi nung slave girl na may spirit of sorcery divination, sabi niya kay Paul sa kasama ni Paul, sabi niya they are servants of the living God and they have they're testifying about salvation. Tama. Pero Paul was annoyed by this one because everyday sinasabi niya, isinisigaw eh, niya as eh, si he Paul nagpunta ron with that secret mission para hindi siya matrobol, palihim niyang ipinakalat ang salita ng Panginoon. E ini-expose ng babaeng ito. Totoo naman, lingkod sila ng Most High God. Amen? This woman was actually using the truth to harm Paul and his companion. So ito po yung isang example. Mali ang motibo ng taong ito. Kaya ang ginawa ni Paul, nilapitan niya, pinalayas niya yung demonyo sa buhay ng babaeng yon At yung demonyo ay umalis. Kasi ultimo ang demonyo, nare-recognize niya kung sino ang mga tunay na mga lingkod ng Diyos. Amen? Amen. Tingnan mo ang katabi mo. Tingnan mo, lingkod ba ng Diyos yan? Diba? Mas daig ka ng demonyo. <laughs> Lalo ng demonyo, alam niya kung sino ang kakampi niya at sino kaaway niya. So you see, maaaring nagsabi ng katotohanan yung slave girl na yon. but she was using that truth to harm Paul and Silas and nullify the purpose of God. Sa'yo pa ituloy ko? Yes. Okay. Now, perpetuation of lies, one of the implications of giving false testimony. Perpetuation means upholding of lies. Kapag ka hindi pinagbawal ng painoon bearing false witness, all other lies would follow. Maaaring hindi tayo nabigyan ng pagkakataon para magtestify sa korte at magsabi ng katotohanan. o kasinungalingan. Umaring hindi tayo naging biktima ng false testimony ng ibang tao but certainly in our dealings marami tayong kasalanan ngalingan na nararanasan o nagagawa sa buhay natin but let me just remind you sabi ng Proverbs 14:5 an honest witness does not deceive but a false witness pours out lies Proverbs 6:16 6, to 19 There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to Him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. You see, these are detestable to God, and He hates it. At ano ang nagiging resulta ng mga kasalanan yan? It hurts your neighbor. Nakasasakit ka, hindi ka nakabubuti. Now, there are other forms of lying that we can see in the Bible. Example, defrauding. Sabihin, defraud. <laughs> defrauding. Panlilinlang. Okay? Deception. Panlilinlang. Defrauding, pandaraya. The fraud- the deception is panlilinlang. Malicious accusation Malicious accusation is malisyosong pag-aakusa. Truth twisting is yung katotohanan twist. Truth fabri- fabrication, paglikha ng katotohanan. Kaya kahit hindi katotohanan, lumilikha ka ng katotohanan half truth kalahati katotohanan sabihin partial truth okay partial truth is not truth it's lie okay false accusation gossip ano yung gossip chismis okay diyan may maraming mga pilipino diyan lalo kababaihan ah. <clears throat> okay cover up truth pagtatakip sa katotohanan Exaggeration. Basta, exaggeration. Wala akong nakita Tagalog doon. Pretension, pagkukunwari at deceit. Ito ay lang. Pandaraya. Alam nyo, pwede tayo yung makakumate ng mga kasalanan na dinati na hindi natin namamalayan eh. Halimbawa, ikaw, lalaki ng ligaw ka. Sabi mo sa kanya, Pangako sa iyo, paglalaban ko, sa hirap at ginhawa ang ating pag-ibig. Dadalhin kita sa aking palasyo. Yung pala dadalhin lang ng hangin, ang pangako mo. Hindi ka naging totoo, samantalang ipinangako mo, daya, naniwala siya sa sinungaling mong puso. And sometimes we say, action speaks louder than words. Yung mga lalaking nga rito, sana, wala kay rito, binibigyan mo ng bulaklak si sister. Binibigyan mo ng chocolate na papadalas. Siyempre, iisipin ng babae, dahil ang mga babae, emotional na ko. Siguro, may gusto siya sa akin. Di ba? Di mo alam, kasi kinukuha pala sa patay yung binubulaklak na binibigyan sa'yo. Ah, wala lang siya mapaglagyan. Naniwala ka. Tapos, yung lang mo, bakit mo ako binibigyan ito? sa gusto wala lang, wala lang akong magawa. Eh sa puso mo, action speaks louder than words. Iniisip mo, may gusto may gusto siya sa'yo. Ikaw na lalaki, at alam mo namang iisipin niya talaga na may gusto ka sa kanya pagka ginagawa mo yun. Yung palasampu sila na ginagawan mo nun. Ito po, isang bahagi ng panlilinlang. Pagkukunwari. Kaya kayo, mga lalaki kung kayo ay nagkukunwari Isa lamang pong bagay na masasabi ko sa inyo. pagkukunwari kukunwari, tago man lalabas at minsan pang matuklasan, hapdi walang katapusan. Gaan, kadalas. Okay. Kasi nga may pagkukunwari eh. Kaya nakakasakit ng kapwa. Mga kababayan, tama ba ako? Let your yes be no and let your no be no. Amen. Ay, yung mga kababaihan naman dito, huwag naman ba sasagot kayo ng sagot? Okay? Hindi nyo pala gusto, tanggap, tanggap kayo ng chocolate, inuubos nyo. <laughs> Tapos wala naman pala kayong gusto. Eh, kung wala naman talaga kayong gusto, at lalo na may iba kayong gusto, huwag nyo nang tanggapin yung chocolate, bigyan nyo na lang sa akin. <laughs> Ayon ng Panginoon ang lahat ng uri ng pagsisinungaling. Sabi po ng Deuteronomy chapter 19, verse 16 to 19, ito po yung kaparusahan. Kaya nyo ha? kaparusahan. If a malicious witness takes the stand to accuse someone of a crime, the two people involved in the dispute must stand in the presence of the Lord before the priests, and the judges who are in office at that time. Verse 18, The judges must make a thorough investigation, and if the witness proves to be a liar, sabihin liar. liar, giving false testimony against a fellow Israelite, then, sabihin ng verse 19, do to the false witness as that witness intended to do to the other party. You must purge the evil from among you. Halimbawa, ikaw ay nag-testify against somebody. Inakusahan mo siyang pumatay ng tao kahit hindi naman. nakita ko, kitang-kita ho. Sinaksak niya, sinaksak niya. Wala naman pala. Ha? nakita mo lang kung saksaka, saksakan, lang siguro ng pangit. <laughs> sinaksak. Okay. Kung ang penalty doon ay kamatayan, at hindi totoo yung sinasabi mo, yung kamatayang penalty na yun ay dapat ay ibigay daw sa iyo. Ganito kinamumuhian ng Panginoon ang pagbibigay ng wrong testimony that would cause harm to other people. You get my point? So, sabi po ng Exodus 23 verse 7, Have nothing to do with a false charge and do not put an innocent or honest person to death for I will not acquit the guilty. Hindi lalagpas sa Panginoon yung mga guilty at gumagawa ng ganito. Now, so God is teaching us the way to live righteously is for us to always take side with the truth. Now, question is, is it possible for a person to lie and allowed by God? Pusible ba sa isang tao na magsinungaling pero pinayagan ng Panginoon? Anong sagot? Ako, iba-iba sagot. Ha? Is it possible for a person to lie in a loud baga? kayo o gano'n? Oh, okay. Iba-iba. Okay? Yung iba ganun lang talaga. Okay. Ano kaya? Let's look at one instance in the Bible. In Joshua chapter 2. And this has something to do with the life of Rahab. Okay? Si Rahab, isa siyang prostitute living in Jericho. Hindi siya... So, dito makikita natin kung ano yung bagay na kaniyang ginawa. May dalawang pinadala si Joshua na spies, doon sa Jericho, tignan para tingnan yung, yung lupang pangako, mag-observe doon, spia, okay? Basahin natin, Joshua 2, verse 2. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house because they have come to spy out the whole land. Ano ang sinabi Ni Rahab, okay? Masaya natin sa verse 4. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. So itinago niya yung dalawang lalaki at ang sabi niya, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Sabi hindi ko na alam kung sa sila nagpunti. Pero sa katunayan, nasa loob ng bahay niya. Andiyan po kayo? Tinatago niya. Go after them quickly, you may catch up with them. So, hindi lamang pagsisinungaling, but actually deception yung kanyang ginawa. Ang tanong, approve ba kay Lord ang bagay na ito? <laughs> Nandahan lang kayo, wag kayo basta ba sasagot. Ha? Huh? Sinasabing hindi approve. Sinabing approve. Sa inyong, di nyo alam talaga. <laughs> Lakangan lang kayo. Isang naisip kayo. <laughs> Because God is a giver of wisdom. Wisdom is the application of the knowledge. We are giving you the knowledge, but you need to have the whole, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit to balance the principle of God's Word. Adiyan po kayo? Now, tignan natin sa Joshua chapter 6 verse 17, nangyari sa kanya later on. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who were with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies we sent. Now, tigna natin dito, makikita natin na si Rahab, actually na-bless siya. Kasi itinago niya yung dalawang espiya. Ngayon ang tanong, kinukonsinti ba ng Diyos ang kasinungalingan? Sagot? May kausap po ba ako? Oyan, oh, Okay. Now, tignan po natin ito mabuti. Kasi si Rehab nagsinungaling siya eh. He been, she even used deception. Now, Never at, listen to me ah, ayo ko ma misinterpret dito baka hindi mo makapag-preach sa Sunday. Never at any given time that the Lord upholds lying. Lying is lying. May katamaan o wala ay lying. Okay? Lying is lying. And it is not right. However, okay? Bakit kita natin dito Rahab somehow in the limitation of her faith, bagamat she was commanded not by her lying but by her faith, but the limitation of means compelled her to lie because there is a higher purpose and that is to serve the purpose of God and the intention is not to harm but the intention is to protect. But that is more of an exemption rather than the rule. I know, don't want you to live by the exception. I would like you to live by the rule. Bibigyan yeah. ko kayo isang tanong para ma- 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 makuha natin yung punto. Kung kayo ay boboto, iboboto nyo ba ang isang evil candidate? Gata nyo, bilis yung sumagot eh. Paano kung lahat ng kandidato evil? Sino ba nang iboto mo uh, you see? Never at any time that it is God's will for you to vote for an evil candidate. Pero yung kalaban ng evil na to is greater evil. And the greatest evil. What is your choice? You are being put in a situation with a limited means when you choose evil that is already the most viable option that you have at hand. Andiyan po kayo. Atanungin ko kayo in a general sense. Kalooban ba ng Diyos na maghalal ka ng evil? No. no. But if you are put into that situation na ang kalaban ng evil candidate na ito is a greater evil, then, then you choose the evil candidate. Kadyan <laughs> po kayo? <laughs> Hindi ka na boboto? eh lalong mapupunta sa greater evil. <laughs> Dahil yung mga, mga bumuboto, mas gusto nila doon sa greater evil Dahil mas marami siguro ibibigay na pera sa kanila. So somehow, you nullified yourself or you you, you deprive yourself of putting the one that should be there. Now, let me tell you, wala naman kasi talagang perpekto. Amen. But I'm not saying this for you to make lying as your first option or your habit or way of living. Now, ang tanong doon, sino sa atin dito ang nakasubok ng magsinungaling? Taas ang kamay. Si hindi nakataas ng kamay, sinungaling yun. <laughs> tayo, mga natas na kamay, aminado na tayo. Meaning, no one has perfected the law, no one has perfected the nine commandment. Paano ngayon ang buhay natin ay may kaparosahan sa mga taong sinungaling? This is when you would appreciate the grace of God. Because God sent Jesus Christ he is the way, the truth, and the life. God doesn't want us to be identified with the father of all lies. Sabi ng John eight forty four, You belong to your father, referring to the unbelievers. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks in his native language. For he is a liar and the father of all lies. We are not supposed to take side to the father of all lies. But we are supposed to take side with the one sent by God full of grace and truth. And that's Jesus Christ himself. Jesus fulfilled the nine commandment by going against the father of all all lies head-on. Sabi po ng John 18, verse 33, Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked Him, Are you King of the Jews? Pag sinagot ni Hesus yan, magiging dahilan niya ng kanyang kamatayan. So meron siyang pagkakataong magsinungaling para huwag siyang mamatay at iligtas niya ang kanyang sarili. Pero sabi ng verse 36, Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world, If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. The devil is the father of all lies. You may not be probably a victim being charged in court because of false testimony of other people, but certainly every day we experience the lies and deception of the enemy. The enemy lied against your identity. The enemy lied against your life. Maraming sinabi ng demonyo, wala ka ng pag-asa, hindi ka na magkakatrabaho, hindi ka na makatapos ng pag-aaral mo, hindi ka na promote. Nako yung marriage mo, wala nang pag-asa yan. Hindi na magbabagong asawa mo. Yung anak mo, ako hindi makakatapos ng pag-aaral 'yan mag-aasawa kagad ka We receive several lies of the enemy. Putting us down. The intention is to harm each and every one of us. But praise God, we have our savior and he saved us from the lies and deception of the enemy and his name is Jesus Christ. He fought the father of all lies head on. And by doing so, he died. He was killed, he was murdered, and he died on the cross of Calvary. Pero hindi napigilan, mas lalo niyang ang purpose ng Diyos because the very purpose of God is for him to die, having truthfulness in his mouth, fighting the father of all lies so that he can give us the truth of his plan in this life. Amen. God loves you so much. His intention is not to harm you. The intention is to bless you, to give you eternal life. The question is are you on the side of the truth? Jesus is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except by Him. The enemy may probably deceive you several instances in your life. But you know what? Jesus is the truth that sets us free from the lies of the enemy. Bow down your head. Anong kasinungaling ang sinabi ng kaaway sa buhay mo? Maraming sinabi ng kaaway, wala kang ng pag-asa, walang patutunguhan ng buhay mo, wala kang kinabukasan. Ikaw ay laging tatamad-tamad. Walang mangyayari sa iyong pagsisikap, lagi kang bigo. Ang pamilya mo hindi na mabubuo ang sakit mo'y tinagagaling. Lagi kang walang pera hanggang sa mamatay ka wala kang pera. Marahil yan ang mga naririnig mong kasinungalingan ng kaaway but right now it's time for you to rise up. It's time for you to take hold the truth of God's word. The Lord says for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you hope in a future. And that time to take hold of the truth of God is right now. Ano man yung mga binulong sa inyo ng kayo, I would like you to recall all of them right now. And I would like you to put them all down. Wasakin mo sa iyong isipan ang lahat ng deception ng enemy patungkol sa buhay mo. Sabi mo, I don't believe on the lies that you have given me, devil I take hold of the truth of God's word. He came to give life and have it more abundantly. I want you to pray right now. Isuko sa Panginoon lahat ng mga pinaniwalaan yung deception ng enemy. Surrender it at the feet of Jesus. Ngayong araw nato ito, kapatid, lalaya ka. Lalaya ka. Lord, listen to the prayers of your people. And At this moment, sa bawat isa na gustong makaranas ng tunay na kalayaan, if the Son of Man sets you free, then you will be free indeed. Freedom is in Christ Jesus. He is the starting point. And if you would like to receive Jesus right now, you may just be new in this place. Mar maraming beses ka na nakapunta rito, subalit hindi mo palubus buhay mo kay this is your moment I would like you that wherever you are seated right now I would like you to just lift up your hands if you want to receive Jesus in your life today just lift up your hands right now and I want to see those hands lifted up yes, thank you kapatid ngayon tinatapos ng Diyos ang laban sa kasinungalingan. Just lift up your hands. Yes, salamat. Nakikita kayo ng Diyos. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Today is the time of your salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. Don't allow this time to pass by without making the greatest decision of your life of allowing Jesus to come into your heart. I'm going to count one to three lahat po nang nais tumanggap Jesus, magsuko ng kanyang buhay taas lang punin yung inyong kamay 1 2 3 thank you thank you thank you Jesus lahat po ng mga nagtaas ng kamay I would like to pray for you Ta namin kayong ipanalangin pwede po ba kayong lang sa oras na ito don't be afraid, don't be shy this is the opportunity. God has been waiting for you. Tayo po kayo. Sige po, Okay, kayo mahiya. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay. And I would like you to just lift up your hands wherever you are. Just lift up your hands and pro- follow after me in this prayer. Sabi niyo, Panginoong Isus, salamat sa iyong pag-ibig. Salamat sa kapatawaran ng aking mga kasalanan. Patawarin mo nga ako, ilinisin ng iyong banal na dugo. Panginoong Isus, tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ang buhay kong ito ay inaalay ko na sa iyo. Salamat po, Panginoon. baguin mo ako. Salamat sa kalayaan. Tinatanggap ko ang iyong katatuhanan. At ako ay tunay na malaya sa pangalan ni Jesus.